Laura Walters Henson joins us. The name of the movie, Project Home. It's nice to have you. Thank you so much for having me. This is all about 3D printing of homes, and I want to talk about that in greater detail momentarily. But you decided to frame it through the perspective of two single working moms who were going to get these homes once they were made. So let's start with the mom in Mexico. Tell us about her. Yeah, Ana Cecilia, um, a single mom, as you said, in Mexico, who had been renting for over 20 years of her life and raising her children in a very economically unstable situation. And um, she was working with a nonprofit there who began working with a nonprofit uh, in the U.S. who was developing affordable housing that was 3D printed housing and would sell her a home with a very small interest rate so that she could finally become a homeowner. And we just knew Ana Cecilia, you know, she had incredible just maternal warmth and love for her children and this vision of creating a home for them. And so we wanted to watch, you know, see her process of waiting and working with the nonprofit and helping to give input on the the way that they were going to build these homes. And then ultimately that incredible moment where she gets to move into this house that she waited years for. Um, So that's Ana Cecilia's story. And another mom we find in Virginia. Yes, April, uh, another single mom who was working with the nonprofit Habitat for Humanity that does, you know, it's one of the biggest home builders in the entire world, actually, to build affordable housing. Uh, Habitat was creating the East Coast's first 3D printed affordable house in Williamsburg, Virginia. And so that was when I contacted them, they were so excited. They had already been, you know, filming kind of the, the beginning process of that building of the home. And And I just knew that there was something about April who had a son and her vision, likewise, similar to Ana Cecilia in Mexico, was to leave a home for him that he would be able to have to create that generational legacy, not to mention safety and security. Um, And so we, you know, tracked with her as she did all kinds of sweat equity to help build the house physically herself alongside other volunteers. And, you know, we got to see the way that this incredible 3D printed house was put together. And in the end, doesn't really look like a 3D printed house. It looks almost like any other home in her neighborhood. And are the two houses comparable in terms of the method of using 3D printing or were they fundamentally different? You know, the one in Mexico, what the fundament, on a fundamental level, they both use this gigantic um, printer that is just a, a 30 foot by 30 foot um, kind of concrete printer that's spitting out ribbons of concrete to build wall systems for these homes. So on a fundamental level, they were built the same way. They were finished very differently. So the home in Mexico was finished in a more basic way, partly for costs, but partly because it was a zone that was prone to flooding and hurricanes. And so they built it to last 200 years and to withstand floodwaters. The house is very much concrete that they've then painted. Conversely, the story of April's house in Williamsburg, Virginia, they finished that house off. It, it's a bigger home. It has three bedrooms. It has a kitchen, just like you know any kind of regular home that you would find um, in the U.S. or in Canada. And they put in sheetrock on the inside, so the interior walls, it all feels like a traditionally built home, although the exterior is also the painted concrete kind of toothpaste-like ribbons that get spit out by the, the 3D printed home. So it, it, the 
finishes were very different between the two homes. I'd love for you to describe just a little bit more so people can imagine it and then they can see it in your movie, obviously. But the, the 3D printing, printing process, because I've seen it and it's, it's almost like a cake decorator loaded with <laughs> cement. It is so fascinating. Like it's one of those videos you kind of want to keep watching because it's somehow kind of visually satisfying. Um, each company, there are different, a variety of companies that have developed kind of proprietary cement mixtures, each one a little bit different, that get put into a hopper that's then attached to this giant printer just like you would have like a home 3d printer it's literally exactly the same just much bigger and they are connected to ipads and the the engineers and the people who have developed this technology can literally operate the printer via ipad and choose different floor plan layouts and as long as the concrete mixture is that kind of the right consistency temperature etc there's a lot of kind of fiddling they have to do with that as long as the conditions are working well it's not pouring down rain for example um, they can hit a button and literally begin to print a house where the nozzle squirts out layers of concrete and they just go round and round with the wall system spitting out layers upon layers of concrete and it dries as it builds itself up 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 and all of a sudden in like 24 hours or maybe 48 hours you have an entire base of a of a house that's built so it's very once it's all set up it's very very quick very very efficient to build there's no waste involved like you would have with traditional stick built homes you know you're not dealing with um, nailing and and wood and sheetrock and all of that it is a double walled concrete wall that's got airspace in between so to keep things cool in the summer and warm in the winter and then you do have to build a, a roof on top so the roofs are usually not 3d printed although they can be but usually the roofs are built in a more traditional way and then you have to of course leave room for plumbing and electric and those are also installed in a traditional way. So you've kind of answered one of the two questions I had. I was going to ask you if it's uh, faster and cheaper, and it does seem that it is faster than conventional building. Oh, it, it absolutely is faster. I mean, the, the ones that we were following were really kind of the test cases. And so there was a lot more kind of trial and error going on. Where you're, you're going to see uh, the efficiencies is going to be when you build an entire neighborhood of 3D printed houses, right? When you can begin to scale it, that's going to be where the consumer will feel the price difference in terms of it being more affordable and where it will begin to just be built more quickly. The ones that we were watching, you know, you've seen the part of the drama of the story is especially in mexico that weather was so unpredictable then we had COVID, and there were so many things that kind of issues they ran into along that experiment to innovate this technology and that to me was what was so fascinating about it but when when this gets to scale i, I think it could be very revolutionary for the housing industry how about cost Cost-wise, you know, a lot of these companies will not tell you exactly how much it uh, saves, but um, the the estimates are anywhere from fifteen percent to maybe forty or fifty percent less expensive than a traditional stick-built house. Again, it has to do with can they scale it, and if you could build a hundred houses at once, that's going to really uh, save. The women that you focused on, how transformative is it for people like this to get a home of their own? It, it is 
the most transformative thing that I think had happened in their lives to that point. Uh, both of these women had struggled to to be breadwinners and provide for their families for years and years and years, parenting alone. And they had ne- neither one of them had ever owned anything of that sort of uh, size and significance. It radically altered their lives. I still get, you know, WhatsApp messages from Mexico from Ana Cecilia showing me pictures of her house, the way that she's decorated it. Um, You see in the film, this is about a vision of giving people security, safety, and a legacy to hand down to their children to create generational wealth in a way that these women did not have that uh, opportunity prior. And so to me, that for me was the heart of the story, right? It was this transformation in their life to give them the dignity of a home that wasn't, they didn't just get given these homes. They purchased these homes for very low interest rate mortgages. And uh, they were incredibly proud of what they'd accomplished uh, through those two projects. Thank you so much for this. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.